1: Well, I'm excited to hear more uh, from Alyssa Dinellon this morning. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning. Well, one of our lovely Vision listeners, Sarah, got in touch and told us about Alawa. So tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, so Alawa is a very special place. Um, we always say it's a place like no other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because it, it really is a place like no other. There's nowhere else in Australia that does what we do. Um, and what that is, is we are a... Hospital, a paediatric hospital for children with complex medical needs um, and disabilities, um, and we're also a disability services provider. So um, when you put those two things together, Alawa is—it's just a real, um, it's a really important service for quite a small number of um, people in our society, uh, but for whom like that makes a really big difference. Mm,
1: mm. Yeah, I can you know, imagine.
2: It's kids that. Um, their situation is so complex that there wouldn't ever be one uh, hospital or uh, one uh, specialist who knows exactly how to treat all the different things that they need help with. Um, and so, yeah, ALO is sort of a place where they can come and make sure that all those different things happen and they've got a bit of stability by having a place that they can feel comfortable in, um, that takes care of uh, the child but also their families mm. um, and, you know, makes life fun. So it's yeah, you go in there and it's decorated more like a a childcare center than a hospital, and oh, I love that. That's, that's nice. Yeah, awesome. that's really good. That's yeah, so lovely. It's fun. There's crafts stuck up on the walls. Um, you know, this week there's been Easter egg pictures and crafts that the kids have done. Um, yeah, it's it's a really fun place, and it's also it's a Christian environment. Um, I love so that. that. It's like the foundation of what we do um, mm. is that. It
0: that's is, wonderful. Mm. That is yeah, so good. That is, So is this like, um, are the children there like long-term or is it more of a respite thing? Like how, what's the actual, um, like how does it look for families that are involved there?
2: Yes. So it's different for each family. It's what they need. Um, So whether that could be just respite, as you said, um, families who are, yeah, looking after a child with such complex needs, it's. 24-7 24-7 jobs. Mm. Um, and if they are trying to also hold down their own jobs um, and if they have other kids, it can be really hard to um, yeah figure out a way to do that well with the child staying in the room. And so one of the ways that that works well for families is to have a place like Alawa where they can um, drop their kids off for a couple of nights, maybe the weekend, um, know that their child's going to have fun and be well taken care of, mm. but also just have that space to get things sorted, you know, do the normal things in family life that take up a lot of time and energy, as any family would know, Yeah. um, and not be constantly wondering, oh, who's going to be giving the medications, who's going to be making sure that they're fed correctly, Mm. Um, you know, things like that, because these are like the level of disability we're talking is often um, these kids are being fed through tubes, Um, it's It's not something you can just get a babysitter for. exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, So that's one way. Other um, situations, it's quite long-term care um, where it could be for seizure management. A child really has to have 24-7 medical support. Um, Some of them, yeah, constantly connected up to machines um, which allow them, you know, to function well. And having, yeah, nurses around, on-call doctors, um, yeah, it's important that they have that support um, mm-hmm. There and ready for them if they um, have an emergency. So yeah, some kids uh, pretty much uh, live at Alawa. Um, their families come in and uh, yeah, spend time with them. Uh, that was really hard during COVID, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's and then other kids just come in for a school holiday program. Um, mm-hmm. You know, many families the school holidays look for kids clubs or um, yeah, just normal holiday care.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but
2: when your child has got such big medical um, requirements, mm-hmm. where do you? Where do you drop them off? You can't just do the one around the corner from your house. You need somewhere that has the specialty care. So um, yeah, holiday programs, also our disability services. So physio and OT, speech um people can use that as well, like because we're an NDIS service provider. Mm, so,
0: that's fantastic.
2: Um, yeah, it's, it's so many different things all wrapped into one wonderful bundle, um, but yeah. It
0: sounds really fantastic. Special. How long has Eloah been operating?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So um we've been Alawa has existed for over seventy years.
1: Wow. Um, really
2: well. So, yeah, it started in the nineteen fifties, um, originally called Alawa Babies Hospital or Alawa Babies Nursery. Um just as a private facility, um, yeah, for babies and uh really young children with such complex needs. Um and it was in our parliament at that time. Uh And that grew and changed. Um, Obviously, disability care has changed so much in the past 50 years. Um, They moved over to our site now in Dundas Valley. Um, And then, yeah, a number of years ago, the Presbyterian Church heard about Alawa and saw that they were in need of someone else to carry on the work because it's incredibly expensive. Um, Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, the medical costs and to run a facility well, um, yeah, this private uh, run... Business couldn't do it, and so Mm -hmm. the Presbyterian Church saw that as a really good opportunity to love um, people who are vulnerable and people who are falling through the gaps. So, uh, yeah, we've been looking after it for a number of years now in Dundas Valley, beautiful, um, and, yeah, we see it as one of the ministries of the church. Mm, that's love it! Wonderful.
1: I love it, and I love it. I was watching a video about it to find out more, and they said, you know, you're taking care of their physical needs, but also their spiritual needs as yeah. well. And you know, people come in and do church with them on Sundays, and yes. I just thought that was awesome. And they, the the that they have with the friends that they see from there too that's that's mm-hmm. just priceless.
2: Mm, it really is. They it's a community and it's a family, and like because the kids, some of them, you know they start coming at age four or five and Mm. now they're teenagers Mm. and the nurses and staff have seen them grow up. The kids church volunteers have seen them grow up. Um, Yeah, it was really lovely. Just last week, the school holiday program was able to run for the first time at, you know, more of its normal capacity um, since COVID. And, just watching the kids coming down the ramps with their parents for the first time in months.
1: Yeah, and that's just so good. And at
2: their faces, they just laughing and smiling and calling out um, because they recognise it and it yeah. feels like home to them. And that's great.
0: That's yeah. so good to hear. You've mentioned COVID a couple of times. I mean, obviously, it would have impacted, you know, on a number of different levels, but financially, uh, you guys have really struggled through COVID as well mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, it re- decreased uh, operating capacity and all that sort of thing. So you're in a pretty desperate place financially at the moment.
2: Yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, all through the pandemic we've been hearing, we need to protect the vulnerable. Um, there's certain groups in um, the community who are vulnerable, the elderly, those um, having medical treatment. Uh, but people with disabilities, that's a really big one. Um, a lot of the kids have uh, respiratory conditions as well. Mm. So for these kids, getting COVID is such a... it's we really had to be as cautious as possible.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
2: Um, because um, they're not going to bounce back the way that another child might. Uh, even normal flu season is quite a stressful time for us uh, mm. because that's, it's a risk for these children. So, yeah, we had to shut down any additional things that would have brought more people in. So, those kind of holiday day programs where you get someone popping in for the day. Those things had to stop um, just to reduce the risk, and also the government uh, restrictions. Uh, we had to, you know, follow those carefully, which meant that we were operating without those additional services that do, you know, bring in income. Um, and we had to take care of the kids who live there, and we had to do that in a safe way with the PPE, with proper staffing, um, and it's that's really expensive. Uh, and also, you know, everyone was impacted during that time. Uh, financially so a lot of the doning the donors uh, who would normally um, yeah, right. yeah contribute they weren't in as um, yeah they weren't as able to do that because uh, everyone was struggling at that time so uh, it, it was really hard uh, the past two years we've um, haven't been able to break even and we've been running on internal resources and that's uh, coming to an end now mm-hmm. um, and Yeah, as I said, we're able to run holiday programs now that, um, you know, restrictions have eased and people are vaccinated and all those sorts of things, but the loss that, uh, yeah, has occurred is too big to make that up in any reasonable Mm -hmm. amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're really, that's where we're at now, which is why, um, yeah, you've heard of us and, yeah, we're trying to get the word out there that we can't let this thing go under. It has to stay. It's so important that it stays and... We can't do that alone because it's so expensive. So, well, it
0: sounds like a wonderful cause. I mean, it really, from what you've described and what we've seen, you know, in the the video that we watched, it just seems like an amazing work that is being done for these families. So. Yeah, it's, it definitely yeah. would be a, a very worthwhile cause to support. And as you say, I mean, really, you're trying to keep your doors open at the moment. Like it's literally, mm-hmm. you know, sort of uh, make or break. So how can people, if, if someone's you know heart's been sort of tugged by what you've been sharing and they'd like to you know, financially support what you're doing, how can they do that? What's the, the easiest way?
2: Um, yeah, well, that would be amazing. Uh, what they should do um, is hop onto our website which is alowa.org.au uh, Aloa with an O so it's not Aloa like the suburb um, and yeah we've got our Keep Our Doors Open campaign running so um, there's opportunities to donate. It explains a little bit what our goal is. We're trying to yeah raise two million dollars uh, to keep us afloat for this year and then going forward that puts us in a position where we can really think about how we're going to keep um, going uh, we also encourage people to think about businesses that they may know who are looking for really worthy causes. Oh, wow. um, businesses are much more able to do those bigger contributions um, and make a difference longer term. Um, yeah, so if anyone knows of uh, someone who's got, runs a business or owns a company that is looking to make a real difference to um, yeah children in the community and families. Um, We'd love to get in touch with them about um, becoming a corporate partner. Um, yeah, and also people can uh, share our situation with the government. Um, the government has heard a bit about our situation, and the more that people talk about it and show that you know people care about this, um, the yeah more they'll listen and mm. um, have a think about how they mm. can support the work that That's we great. do. And yeah, so. That's
1: good.
0: Well, yeah, there's a few options there for people, not just a financial gift, but, yeah, that sometimes uh, waving the flag and, and raising awareness uh, for people is a good thing as well. So, uh, yeah, check the website out, aloha.org.au. That's A-L-L-O-W-A-H, AU and uh, you'll be able to find out a lot more about the great work we've just uh, you know, discovered, you yeah, guys, and you've been so around great. for 70 years, which is amazing. So uh, yeah. thank you so much, Alyssa, yeah, for sharing you. a bit of the story today. It really does look like you're doing an, an incredible work and it's so n- nice to know that mm. you know the Presbyterian church you know is sort of uh, behind it and you know it's very much a, an outreach or, or a ministry as much as mm. it is a hospital so uh, thanks for for sharing and uh, yeah we wish you all the very best I, I i pray that you do raise the 2 million that you need so you can keep uh, the doors open
2: yeah yeah please pray and yeah we appreciate any support